So like if you bring them some silverware, can you call it forking? <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> just, just forked my wife. <laughs> No, I'm not worried that, like, Danny's going to front hug a beautiful woman and then my marriage is in jeopardy. (laughs) Imagine seeing all of this and not even having the jokes come to you. What must that be like? Okay, so, uh, was Danny prancing? Like... When he realized that he got the, the, the Kendra Pierce seal of approval for the last episode. He was. He was prancing around the house. He was so excited. I mean, you really can't get a higher honor than, than my <laughs> wife saying, I actually listened to that episode and I really liked it. It was a good episode. It was so good. He actually surprised me with all his pointed questions. I was like, oh, the tables have turned. This he, is a full on interview. He, he put me in the hot seat. I think my favorite part was when you were talking about Tim Tebow and he made you like explain what you meant. It's like, so are you saying? <laughs> Kudos to you, Danny, for, yeah. for getting the seal of approval. Uh, dare I say, I don't believe we'll be getting the seal of approval for this episode. Oh, that's sad. No, just the. <laughs> The Ann Voskamp post alone is gonna is gonna torpedo that. Well, yes, but it needs to be discussed. <laughs> Somebody has to. Somebody has to. And, and and I believe, as I pointed out before, you are the uh, the leading Voskamp scholar on the this, on the this one Christian Twitter streets. We have to discuss it, and by discuss it, I mean read it and then just laugh for five minutes. <laughs> You know, that's a, that's a large part of our, our listening audience, Casey, is just people who who depend on you to interpret the Voskamp posts. Hmm. Oh, goodness. I don't know if I'm ready, though. Oh, all right. We'll, 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 build, we'll build up to that. Um, we'll, we'll build up to the Voskamp. Uh, in the meantime, got some new t-shirts out. New Fun Sexy Bell yes. t-shirts. Yes. Uh, they look great. Already sold a uh, already sold a couple of them. Already sold a a, a onesie of, <laughs> of the new design. So shout out to you, Laura. Thanks for thanks for buying a onesie. Yes, that's so great. I love it. <laughs> that baby is awesome. Uh, you know we 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 have a we have a ton of stuff to cover today. <laughs> As usual. I don't even have a segue to get into it. It's just going to be a very, it's going to be a very busy show. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, okay, so you've been sitting on a on a rant about hugs for a long time. Uh, yeah. P- patiently waiting. We you, you did an episode a couple weeks ago. We didn't even have room for it. Yeah, we, I, we totally forgot about it, I think. So, um. I just want to know who invented the side hug <laughs> and why it's a thing, 
why do some men insist on treating their Christian sisters like a poisonous snake when it comes time to make any physical contact? Uh, I Here's the thing. You, you might be surprised to know that I don't actually like touching people. Okay. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I besides Danny, like he, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I'm not a touchy, touchy person. But if you're gonna give me a hug, can you just give me a real hug? I'm not asking you to like come in for ten seconds and embrace me. But why? Because I'm a woman, do I have to be hugged from the side? Just because there's boobs there. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think whoever invented it, which is, just stop it. I mean, did also, John, did John Acuff invent it? <laughs> I feel like you're, you're outing yourself every time you go in for a side hug as like someone who can't control their thoughts. <laughs> That's a bold take. <laughs> right though <laughs> every time you go in for a side hug you're like I'm sorry I can't handle a front hug like <laughs> and it's also awkward it makes me feel awkward like people that you're semi close to so maybe you can give me a man's perspective and Make the fight for why a side hug is good, but I don't know. I mean, just, like, it's a one-second, a literal, like, one-second embrace, right? Uh, c- counter counter to that, not not a man's perspective. What about just, like, a uh, an introvert's perspective? What if, what if, what if you hate physical contact so much that you resist it in any form? <laughs> no, I think that's fine. I'm not I'm not going to go in for a hug if someone obviously is not interested in a hug. Like, I'm fine with that. But there's people who like hug everybody and then they just it's just an awkward move, too. It's like let's push our sides together. Well, it's just Weird. I, for one, am sick and tired of you trying to seduce the men in the Fun Sexy Bible Time <laughs> audience with your front hugs. <laughs> it's just, that's not even possible. Maybe if you're like 14, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what would have happened to me at 14 if I had front hugged a girl? I don't want to know. You'd probably have to sit in your room and think about Easter. (laughs) Low blow. (laughs) I would have, I would have just started sweating. I would have just immediately started sweating and I would have sweat for like 24 hours. (laughs) And just then start, started repenting immediately. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's because of, how you were raised though right and like what you were taught about female bodies and <laughs> not because you actually did something wrong are you giving front are you are you, are you giving side hugs the billy graham rule treatment here 
Is that your personal Billy Graham rule that you're just on a <laughs> crusade to end? I'm on a crusade to end unnecessary awkwardness because I'm already awkward. You're on the so wrong like, podcast. <laughs> it's like I already feel a little bit uncomfortable in almost every human interaction with someone that I don't know that well. So can we just like break the ice by not having an awkward side hug to start? Like, <laughs> it's just like starting everything on the worst foot possible. <laughs> so, right, so if you're well, if you're a man listening to this, <laughs> which okay, I I want to hear people's arguments for why they side hug if they feel like they need to. And then maybe if you're doing it mindlessly, just stop it. <laughs> so you would rather Danny front hug a beautiful woman? I would not care if Danny front hugged a beautiful woman. I can honestly say that. He's not going to because he's not going <laughs> to hug someone that he doesn't know. He hugs people all the time, though, like when he's at his shows and all, like people always come up to him and want to give him a hug. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, it's so weird. And he's just, he's a nice person. That's the problem. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> you, you've solved the case. He's a nice person. <laughs> so anyways. No, I'm not worried that, like, Danny's going to front hug a beautiful woman and then my marriage is in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think like that. We've already discussed this. Mm. Anyways, so. That's that's my front hug, side hug plea. <laughs> you, you know, like, at this point, like if, if you and I ever meet in person, you're not even getting the side hug. You're getting an air hug. <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. Like, or I just kind of like reach my arm, but no, don't like don't actually make any contact. You have the height issue going on too, which probably makes it really worse it for really, you. It really is awkward. If you can, let's, let's let's discuss this delicately. If you can imagine like where everything lines up, like right. if, if you're a foot and a half taller than the other person, uh huh, it it does make it a little awkward. <laughs> Yeah. And then you got like, do you bend over? Like, is that seen as condescending if you bend over? People don't like it when I get down on my knees to give them a hug. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. So I would like to see that happen, actually. The, uh, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Yeah. So you get a pass for your awkward physical interactions. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but if you're the same-ish height as the people around you then there's no excuse it, it is it is difficult when you're a giant person because it also feels like am i gonna you just gotta be like real you have to be very gentle because <laughs> you don't want to move too fast because people will get scared you don't want to it's, like, it's like you just want to make people feel safe like i'm not gonna crush you so so you take on the scowl and just stand there Without making any gestures, which probably makes people feel really comfortable. <laughs> That's one thing I'm known for, Casey, is just making people feel comfortable. 
No, my, my move is anytime that there's a there's a chance of a hug, I pull out my phone and pretend like I'm getting a text or a call and then just kind of walk away. Aww. That's my, that's my church move is, uh, wait, I got to step out and take this. <coughs> this is very important. I'm very important. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. I'm an evangelical thought leader. I got to take this. <laughs> So it, it kind of segues into one of our other topics is the the sort of newfound outrage over purity culture. Because you can connect these two, that, that yeah. side hugs are, are part, of, part of purity culture. That oh, absolutely. You, you can't hug a girl from the front because, you know, you might feel her bosoms. <laughs> and then you immediately might lust and then it's game over. <laughs> <laughs> it is game over. Once you've lost it, then a part of your heart is gone forever. And- I don't understand. Like, I guess it's part of our culture now that we have no nuance anymore. Like, everything has got to be extreme. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand the extreme blowback against purity culture. Because it's like, right. okay, somebody gave you a, a, a promise ring or promise necklace 15 years ago. Obviously, that means they were trying to own your sexuality and promote rape culture. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe maybe they were just trying to help, you know, like right. it, it doesn't always have to go to the extreme. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. I feel like most things that get interpreted as um, someone trying to control you, like as a person or like is actually they're trying to prevent hurt. And it doesn't mean they go about it in the best way. But, like, even legalistic pastors, like, I honestly think so many of them are just trying to help people not hurt themselves. I don't think they're they're sitting laying in bed at night, like, how can I control these people? (laughs) How can I make their lives as miserable as possible? They just, like, as a pastor, you see the devastation that sin causes families. And so it doesn't mean that it's right the way that they respond to it. But I think that a lot of parents were just like, I am youth pastors and pastors and all that. It's just like, how can we keep kids from hurting themselves and hurting each other? Mm-hmm. And so, but then you come back at it from the adult perspective and maybe, you know, a sexually active adult. And whether you're being in a marriage or not, you're like, oh, I would have been fine. But you can't say that. Like, you don't know if you would have been fine being sexually active as a teen. You probably would have been stupid. Yeah. You probably would have gotten yourself pregnant or gotten somebody pregnant. Like, you didn't know anything about fertility. (laughs) Just now, of course, somebody would argue, well, they're supposed to teach you that so that you can be wise about it. But even kids who are taught well are stupid because they're kids. <laughs> it's their age. You just make horrible decisions when you're a teenager. Yeah, like I, I just don't understand like the the complete, you know, the the complete opposition to purity culture. <clears throat> like maybe I didn't yeah. say that right, but it's like, like oh, we're just gonna dance on the grave of purity culture, and it's like, well. Like what? What are you? What are you trying to say that like? Right. It, it, you shouldn't have waited until you got married think, to have sex. Like it, it's a it's a, just a weird kind of. 
I honestly do think a lot of people feel that way, though. I I do think that the that they don't really see the the importance of it, or that it's that big of a deal, or because it was made into be such a big deal. It's just there's just like the resistance. No way, it's not that big of a deal. I get to, you know, if, if you don't know my story, like I definitely had to, to deal with some of that myself of, you know, there's just some, some bad theology around purity culture. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it really sure. does, it does stunt you because you, you get told that there's one person out there for you and God's mm-hmm. going to bring them to you when the time is right. And if you are out there looking for them, that's like a lack of faith. Right. And, and you so got to wade through all of that. So it can, it can kind of put you behind. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, you know, as a female, just the t- total lack of of acknowledgement or, I don't know, celebration is not a good word, of female sexuality in general. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's all about the male and their lust and, like, what they're dealing with. And so I think that's probably a huge part of it, too, is you have these – women who are growing up and having all their feelings that are not being acknowledged at all. Mm-hmm. And well, there's, there's, you know, responsibility put on the, the women too. Of like, it's your responsibility right. to make sure that they don't ever lust. Right. Um, and, and I get that. And I get that there needs to be, you know, a, a sort of measured blowback mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just, I don't, I don't get it that like, we're, you know, making, you know, like abstinence. It's almost like we're throwing abstinence in there too. Of like, oh, this is just part of the problem, it's right? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I think abstinence is, is still <laughs> pretty good. Idea. Yeah, yeah. So it's the whole like throw the baby out with the bathwater thing. Yeah, like there's just none of this is good. Let's burn it all down. That type of mindset. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, actually, let's take the very basic biblical principles and keep those and then we can throw everything else out (laughs) like yeah but yeah it's it's really difficult like you know we're starting not really starting but we're gonna be navigating this with girls soon and like girls in the church and what are they gonna hear and how are they gonna interpret it and I don't know. It's just, yeah, I want them to see the importance of waiting and all that. But at the same time, like, I don't want them to be, to feel like it's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's you, tough. You, have to, you have to validate their, their sexual identity. Right. And that's right. something that, that I'm struggling with as a, as a parent of just trying to figure out how to do that. But also, say you know like I, hey i don't have any regrets whatsoever about waiting until i, I was married to have exactly sex. like that's, exactly it's a really cool thing and i have never ever regretted that never regretted right it. yes i agree and but, but also like but if you do make a mistake like it doesn't mean you're gonna have a horrible life and a no, horrible like, marriage like not the end of I the think world that, like it's not that big of a deal <clears throat> yeah so that whole, the whole, like, I mean, like, the golden vagina 
and the just the, everything surrounding that, like the melted down purity rings. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's just like well, as long as you're loving someone that you want to love and it's consensual, then it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's she's going to a place where I, I don't, I can't really follow her. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. With, you know. It's just, like, it just drives me crazy, though, because, like, where is the, I've said this before, and you sent me a picture of the marriage pet wife, <laughs> but, like, where is the person that's, like, celebrating female sexuality within like the biblical model like where where is that happening in the main like not, not the mainstream but like the christian mainstream it's not it drives me crazy maybe i'm just not looking well, you but, know, i mean i can talk to kevin DeYoung and maybe see if he can put out some <laughs> tweets if that's exactly <laughs> it's like everything the whole conversation is either being dominated by men or by women who are just like yeah whatever do whatever so I think I think I think you you're, you're talking about uh, Beth Moore being frisky. I think that's where this is going. You know what? She probably like I don't feel like she thinks it's her calling to take on this issue, mm-hmm. but man, she would rock it. She really would. She would totally like kill it because she's so biblically grounded. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'll, I'm gonna send her a message and be like, hey. <laughs> Will you be? Will you be this spokesperson? She's just. She's not. But she's not a one-trick pony. She can't. She's like. She's. She wants to be on all. Like so. Uh, I don't know the word. Dear Beth, will you talk more about sex? Y slash <laughs> N. Oh, that would be great. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, we took us to like a serious place. This is gross. We did. <laughs> I think we need some Ann Voss camp. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Been a while since we've done Christian tweets, and we have got some good ones. And by good, I mean horrifying. <laughs> so bad. Should we build up to the Voss camp? Or I, sh- I think we should build up to the Voss camp for sure. Okay. So have you got the uh, you've got the folder? I've got it open. Okay, I'll start us out. I'll start us out with a mild one, and we'll just sort of okay. go on from there. Okay. All right. First up, hey Richard Clark, come back on the show, buddy. Yes. <laughs> come back on the show and defend yourself. Richard Clark, February 11th, tweeted, "I'm fine with that." <laughs> Is that tweet still up? I think he so. left it up for a while. He can't he can't have meant to do that even though he left it up for a little while and you quote tweeted it back to him yeah I did All right, I'll just do a second one we'll, we'll get some of the mild ones out of the way and then I'll <laughs> then I'll let you take it Russell Moore replying he's in a thread about something I don't even know but <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted back to Beth Moore and a few other people. I am laughing so hard. I am literally in terms. (laughs) 
That's so good. I love, I love it. It's just like pure muscle memory when he was typing. He types the word terms probably <laughs> way more than he types the word tears. Because <laughs> the, the, like, the A and the M are not close to each other. <laughs> he's, he's in terms, Casey. You don't understand. He's in terms. Okay. Wow. I'm looking at what we have, and these are some of these are too much. <laughs> I think I'm going to go political. Okay. Because I can only. Wow. I just looked at that Joel Osteen tweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg Boyd. All right. Okay. Now, I think that Greg is the one who sent the people away from his house by saying he was a Jesus Christian, not a Fox News Christian. Okay. Did POTUS actually just now complain about a, an investigation into, quote, all of his crimes, dot, 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 all of them? He doesn't even insert alleged. I think that's a rather stunning admission for a president to make. <laughs> I need everybody to stop quote tweeting Donald Trump <laughs> and Kanye, but mostly Donald Trump. Like, guys, why? Why? He doesn't deserve the attention. Oh, Casey, like we're gonna have to. Edit All this of out. his tweets are bad. Yeah, we'll have, have to, to edit. We'll have to edit this out. You, you totally missed the. I think you missed the joke on this one. Why? It's a what? parody account. He's tweeting. Uh, it out that's so good oh see that's what happens i see donald trump and i don't even look at it because reading his tweets stresses me out it like gives me anxiety to think this you're so kind that you want to edit it out to not make me look stupid okay like when i read his tweets i get anxiety like i can't believe this is our president and, oh, Greg, it was a parody account. Oh, you put it on there, parody. No, <laughs> like, it says that. Like, it literally <laughs> says parody. See, I just, I can't even look at anything related to Trump. But I missed it. Don't edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Greg Boyd just totally got taken. <laughs> but like he was in such a hurry to 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 do his slam dunk that you know he didn't even pay attention to what he was retweeting. That's so good. Okay, not fair. <laughs> F A R E. That's really. <laughs> oh, okay. We're getting. To I totally point. missed that. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I was gonna let you burn out. And then, like, once you kind of got it out of your system, I was like, okay, can we read that I one again? I still need people to stop quote-tweeting Donald Trump. The real one or the fake one. All right, so we've only got, we have, like, we got the Shane Claiborne. You want to do the Shane Claiborne one? And then we'll, <laughs> then we'll get into the, uh, to the inappropriate ones. Okay, hold on. This is, uh, I think this is courtesy of, did Richard send this to us? I can't remember. He might have sent this uh, to us. Oh, my computer just froze too. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll read Shane Claiborne. Shane Claiborne, I've had enough of this making America great thing. Let's get back to making racism wrong again. 
Let's. I'm going to go ahead and say I agree with Shane on that one. That That's we a should. Bold, bold statement, Shane, coming out against racism. <laughs> I would have never expected that. <laughs> but you know what? He's had enough. He's had enough of it. Yes, we all have. <laughs> all right. So we've got Ann Voskamp, Beth Moore, Bob Goff, Joel Osteen, and Rebecca Lyons. Oh, it's Rebecca Lyons. Pick your poison. All right, Rebecca. Who is Rebecca? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, okay, I'm going to try to get through this. <laughs> if you feel like you're carrying weight, sucking air from your lungs, Jesus simply says, release. It may not feel easy when the death grip is most familiar, but it will open open wide the gates for his presence to fill and then the picture says the more i learn to release the lighter my load becomes (laughs) (laughs) imagine rebecca lyon's fertility doctor (laughs) imagine seeing all of this and not even having the jokes come to you what must that be like it's, it's, it's there's like the sucking, the death grip, like the, the first part is clearly a fart joke. <laughs> Jesus simply says, "Release." Oh, it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> hey, maybe this uh, if you're like a a thought leader. Uh, maybe just stay away from the word load <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe just. Well, maybe. it's just because she's like saying, "Release your load," <laughs> and <laughs> that's basically what she's saying. <laughs> it becomes lighter. If, if it's that was a good one. How did you find that? I'm uh on my phone. <laughs> like it when I go one of the Twitter categories, like it it says like suggested tweets because you follow so and so. Okay, just gives me a list, and that's how I, f- I find some of these. Wow. Uh, someone that is not going to pop up because he has blocked me is Joel Osteen, <laughs> who dropped this amazing tweet on February tenth. You can think positive. You can believe for favor. You can pray for God's blessings. That's all good. But nothing happens until you speak. The miracle is in your mouth. There is healing in your mouth. There is freedom in your mouth. There are new levels in your mouth. Uh, oh, the second half of that is sounds like a marriage bed tweet. The miracle is in your mouth. Uh, you know, like I, I mean, did did they not think like it? No, they it, didn't. The, uh, well, the reality that we come crashing into again and again is that is that not everyone is, is a repressed adolescent like we are on Fun Sexy Bible <laughs> Time. Why did he have to say mouth in your mouth so many times? <laughs> <laughs> We 
it's just Dr. Freud on that one. See if <laughs> exactly. Oh my, I don't have any marriage bed accounts to share. Well, I think Voskamp's going to take care of that for us. We don't uh... exactly, exactly. But before we get there, Bob Goff, the uh, the ever popular Bob Goff. <laughs> God uses the hardest parts in our lives to prepare us for the best parts. It's true. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> I think I, I think I replied back to him. Of, are you talking about conception or <laughs> making like babies? Yeah, making babies. Did he respond? <laughs> no, nah, he didn't. <laughs> but it's kind of what he's talking about. Like hardest parts to bed, like babies are the best it's parts. True. So it's true. <laughs> Okay. Are we ready for no, you gotta Anne? Do, you got to do Beth Moore first. Oh, what did she say? Hold on. As long <laughs> as long as I can still get tickled, I figure life hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> TMI, Beth. <laughs> She's talking about, like, something making. Making her laugh. <laughs> She's not talking about, right? I mean, like that's the southern thing. Yeah, it's like the the very colloquial. Oh, that just tickled me. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, separated from all context on Twitter, it looks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it looks like a. Uh, it looks like she's doing what you want her to do, which is tweet more about women's sexuality. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, <clears throat> beggars can't be choosers, right? <laughs> yeah, she'll. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, th- thank you for that, Beth. Thank you. I feel like that could be a contender at the uh, at the end of the year. People like Beth more. Oh yeah. Okay, I do have one marriage bet tweet. Okay. <laughs> it's just because of the picture. All right. So it's a it's a link about it says porn changes our sexuality and not for the better. Okay. But the picture is a man's crotch in <laughs> jeans. <laughs> He's wearing jeans and his zipper's undone and a camera lens is coming out of his pants. And and he's holding it. The, the camera is his thing and he's holding it and i just want to know how they found this picture like what did they have to enter in to search for that you can't go to stock photos and type porn obviously so how did they find this or did they create it (laughs) oh come on it's so that, the optics of that are, are kind of weird because it's like, so is it like you're, you're, the camera lens is facing out. So it, it's almost like his privates <laughs> are the ones that are watching. Like, it's so weird. It's one of the weirdest pictures they've ever put up. What is, and that's saying something. Yeah, that is saying. That's a bold statement. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> Yeah, I got nothing. I, I don't. I don't know how to. That was from that. that was from February 9th. I feel like it was so much longer ago, but 
the days run together when you get sick. Okay. And we're ready. Oh gosh. Dot dot. <laughs> Wonder if you even have it in you to keep trying to face that hard thing in front of you. <laughs> this is for somebody right now. When you need to hear that you have it in you to go a little bit further. <laughs> I can't make the joke, like, the very first joke. I can't even do it. It's so, like... For which part? The hard thing in front of you, or...? Go a little bit further. (laughs) Now you know what the joke is. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. I mean, we all know what the joke is. (laughs) Is she thinking? It's, it's just, it's, it's not so much the title of the blog. Like, the title in and of itself, by itself, would have been fine. But the lead-in about facing the hard thing in front of you <laughs> into the title of the blog, just like, I, I'm amazed. I am truly amazed. <laughs> and the only reason I found that is because somebody sent you... Uh, her other thing that we were supposed to talk about. Oh, the the <laughs> the cupping. Hold on, I think I can pull that up. I think I saved a screenshot of Who it. Who sent that to us? Was that Sarah that sent that to us? I did. I think it was Sarah that sent that to us. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> she wrote this. She wrote this blog about marriage, like how we stop trying to have a good marriage and the things they did instead. And one of them was literally like cupping each other but it was about bringing each other like cups of hot beverages i guess (laughs) (laughs) but she called it cupping of course it was (laughs) and nobody if like if i were to be on twitter and be like i just cupped danny (laughs) nobody would think i just brought him a cup of coffee (laughs) What is wrong with her? (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Yeah, so like huge bold letters. Like cupping each other. So like if you bring them some silverware, can you call it forking? (laughs) Uh, Yes, exactly. I just, I just just forked my wife. <laughs> so once again, thank you, Ann Voskamp, for yes, thank you so much doing what you do and, and entertaining us so very much. Do you like the do you like the curated photo on on the on the post? No, I don't like her. I don't like the way that she does her blogs because, okay. So normally we just look at the Facebook pages, like the Facebook posts, but because we got sent that thing that said cupping and I couldn't find a post about cupping, I actually had to go to the post and it's like, 
the way she writes, it's it's like a blog, but every three sentences she puts this beautiful photo of her life. Like just these high quality photography. It's just I don't know. It's like she's supposed to be I, what's her thing? Like what's her shtick? Gratefulness or the broken the the broken way? Is that her latest thing? I don't know. <laughs> okay, anyways. So like I feel like she is trying to be like the anti lifestyle blogger type person where you want their life, but she's just putting up all these gorgeous pictures of her life. <laughs> she is just, she's very heavily curated, let's just say that. Yes. Yeah. So no, I I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think we ran her off of Twitter. I, I I do. I think so too. But honestly, at this point now, I think it was worth it. <laughs> of course it was. I mean, yeah. No. Because problem. there there was nothing as good as this on Twitter. <laughs> Stephen Furtick. I miss Stephen Furtick too because his oh yeah buffoonery was just unmatched. Yes, it was. I'm hoping he'll come back at some point. If only for a few videos, right? Yeah, he's he's been kind of sparse lately. <clears throat> All right, I All believe right. that you are ready to uh, torture me again with some would you rather's. Oh yes, I only have two, but I say the listeners of Fun Sexy Bible Time are closing ranks behind me, and they are here to support me. And Casey Haas, I'm not afraid of you. Okay. So, so do your worst. Okay. They're not that bad. They're okay. really not. Okay. Okay. So the first one. Would you rather say in a Steve Urkel voice, did I do that? Every time a server... <laughs> <laughs> Every time a server brings your bill at a restaurant or pay the bill and tips in pennies. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I'd rather do the Urkel thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather make a serious attempt at running for public office using only your own tweets for all your speeches and talking <laughs> points? Or go to a Trump rally in Alabama dressed in drag? Oh, oh man! <clears throat> well, I think the the jeez Louise, I think the I think the deal breaker there is my sheer immense size <laughs> that like I could never. I, you can't pull it off. I can't pull off the drag, so I got to run for public office. Using <laughs> only your tweets. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I, you know, I was, I was waiting because you, there was one would you rather that you, you, you sent me in the group chat, and I thought it was coming, but uh, apparently it's not coming. It was, it was definitely rated, <laughs> definitely more inappropriate than these. <clears throat> well, yeah, because I'm on a, I'm on a kick of being mad at the generous husband. 
we started looking at these tweets like just for entertainment value because mm. they're funny. And then I've just randomly been clicking on the actual posts by the they oh they each have their own blog. So the generous wife and the generous husband. Why did they pick that adjective? I don't know. So <clears throat> his posts are increasingly making me angry because he's like he he's like doing the series now on female sexuality. It's like why are you the one doing the series like you're a 55-year-old man? So Somehow I got down a rabbit hole and found an old post called horny, frustrated, and fed up. And I thought, oh, you know, this is for men who aren't really ever getting laid, I guess. No, Matthew, it's not for those men. It's for men who are not getting laid at least a dozen times a month. (laughs) Oh, gosh. My mic. Let's go. Like the way he sets this post up, you think it's like, first of all, just the title. And it's like, if you think, if, does this describe you? Are you getting such infrequent sex, blah, blah, blah. And it's like this. And then he puts this whole list of who the post is not for. And I will not repeat that. Uh, But then he's like, this post is for men who are not getting sex in some form at least a dozen times a month. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Just what? (laughs) I like underrated part of that is I like it. He just says getting as if it's just a transaction that is paid to you. (laughs) I don't know if that's what he said, but it might as well be. And so I... I don't know why it surprised me. Like, I know his stance on, like, how much couples should be having sex. Like, I, I, I've seen it before. But the whole idea of being, like, fed up, I think that's what just what really threw me over the edge. That a man who's had sex, like, ten times in a month <laughs> could be like, I'm fed up. <laughs> this, I, I will not stand for this. I don't know. I mean, just wow. (laughs) (laughs) And I I actually read down the post and it made me even matter because it was like tips on, I guess, how to get your wife to comply. (laughs) And one of them was like, tell her how important it is to you and tell her it makes it makes you question if she really loves you. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yes, use emotional manipulation to get laid. I mean, what's wrong with just cleaning the kitchen like a regular guy? <laughs> it's like, hey, I'll, I clean the kitchen. Does that do anything for you? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a pretty basic husband move. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a whole rant about that, too, but. Like cleaning the kitchen? <laughs> No, it's not a rant. It's, I'm not, it's just, no, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) It's about transactional things. Anyways. So yeah, that post just made me so mad because I just thought it was. So so you're against transactional things? Here's the thing, Matthew. (laughs) 
It's always a transaction. Uh, no, it's what? Like, you clean the kitchen and then you get laid and, like, it's always that? No, but, I mean, it's like a transaction where, like, where both people benefit. Yes, yes, yes. My my thing is that if... Hmm, hmm, how am I going to say this? If you're a, a compliant person to begin with... <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, I'm going to enjoy listening to you tiptoe around whatever you're about to say. If you're compliant or available, let's just say available okay. person, then you don't ever have to wonder if your husband's cleaning the kitchen to get laid. Does that make sense? <laughs> I'm just going to say no. I need it explained further. No, you don't. <laughs> All right. Well, so when I said, if like, your husband like- knows he can get laid by asking, then you never have to wonder, is he doing these nice things for me just to have sex? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, maybe I, I didn't say that clearly enough. Like sometimes it's about like creating the time bubble. Yes, like oh, the kitchen's done, so we have thirty extra minutes. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, twenty. We'll edit all this out, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me trying to be like, well, here's the thing. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so the tra- like saying it's always a transaction. That's probably not the best. <laughs> It's always a transaction. Just give me your list. I'll I'll do the list. <laughs> what was that scene from Arrested Development where Tobias and and uh, uh, what's her name give each other the list of things they won't do? <laughs> that was a deep cut. Anyways, so the generous husband. I don't I don't know what to do with him. I I don't know. Or maybe I'm just like. Maybe you should hug him. Maybe I am like, okay, I have a healthy sex life, but maybe I'm just totally oblivious to what everyone else is doing. <laughs> yeah, I think but I don't into... feel like I am. I don't feel like I'm outside of the bell curve on this one. Yeah, then it gets into like some like weird stuff. Like, how much do you criticize that? Because like maybe, maybe some people don't. I don't know. Like maybe some people don't have the tools to like work through that stuff. And, and even if he's not given the best advice, maybe that's all they have, you know? I'm, I'm always opposed to the numbers thing though. Like I think it's detrimental to couples. It's just, you can't do that to people. There's just, a, there's too wide of a range of life experiences and where couples are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't be like, well, you should be having sex this many times a week. You can't do that to people. Mm-hmm. Because then, for the women raised in purity culture, <laughs> to bring it back, they're like, oh, well, if we don't do this, then my husband is going to cheat on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> We've really gone off. Here. We, Wait. We, we've we've we're off. we've been off the rails for a while. <coughs> Sorry about my coughing. No, this is fine. this is the most I've talked in two weeks. So I really did not know. I really did not know how to how to talk about the front hug thing. 
the night is only have my point of view in there. <laughs> yeah, there's just really no like there's really no nice way of saying like whenever I front hug a woman, I'm thinking about her boobs. <laughs> well, yeah, but then the hug's over and you can move on. <laughs> right? The other part of this is like I didn't want to say this on the episode, but like there's people who I genuinely don't like very much. Yes. Yes. And like, you know, sometimes they'll come in for the hug and it's like, ah, just, okay. uh, just a little pat on the shoulder. Is that fine? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not like a hugger. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like the, um, it's kind of like the, the, the bathing suit rule for use. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah. they make such a huge deal about it. And, and you know, yeah, if, if a girl wears a bikini, like a guy's going to think about that. But like it gets to a point where you're just covering people up and covering people up and making it seem so forbidden. You're just making it worse. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's where I follow you on the front hug thing where it's like, just just hug a woman. Like, it's you're just going to make it worse if you go to extreme lengths to avoid it's touching her. literally one second. It's like, we're not having, like, a standing in the kitchen with your spouse hug where you're like, how are we going to get through the rest of this day? (laughs) You know? It's just, it's one second. Greeting. And we didn't even get into the fact that, like, the Bible tells us to kiss each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, but I think that, like, that, like, our Christian culture has, like, worked up, gotten people so worked up about bodies and all the stuff, whereas, like, I just don't think it was like that when, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm with you on the same page. I'm just, you know, it. You just it is kind of like the Billy Graham rule that some people might need it. Like, you know, if you if you struggle with it that much, like that's fine, but like other people yeah. like maybe you're just making it worse. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like you yes. know, I think you, you you made this point a long time ago of like if you've struggled with adultery in the past, like you probably do need the Billy Graham rule. But like exactly. maybe everybody doesn't need it. Maybe it's not a one size fits all. And maybe you're just sort of <laughs> making things forbidden and alluring and dangerous yeah, when, they don't you need, are, when they don't need to be. I think that making things like forbidden does make them alluring. So this concept, like the whole conversation around male female friendship, it's like every every friendship that pops up where like people are taught to scrutinize it to death. And like, why? Why is the I like why is the original posture not this is my brother, you know, or this is my sister? It's just mm-hmm. immediately like, oh, this is a potential sexual disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, that was the uh, that was the name of my my diaries from the nineties. <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah, I like you. I like to. I like your uh, your Billy Graham rule uh, position. I think that's a good. That's a good one to put. 
on the on the front hogs. But, no. If yeah. you need it, you need it, but don't don't just think that's the answer for everybody. Right. And also, like, be willing to examine yourself. Do you really need it, or are you just being a baby? <laughs> that's why I can't be a pastor. Stop being a baby. That'd be my sermon every other Sunday. Maybe this, uh, if you're like a, a thought leader, uh, maybe just stay away from the word load. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yes.